your credit score is changing. We're going to talk about what that means for you coming up on the show. From the streets of San Antonio, straight to your wallet, it's Jake's Two Cents on Jake of All Trades. And welcome back, everybody. I'm Kirk Barbera, and I do not know anything about financial planning. But I'm Jake, and I know a lot about financial planning. But Kirk, together, we're learning a lot, and we're teaching everyone else about financial tools, articles, and giving financial tips, all with the focus of helping professionals both in their financial life today and into the future. And today we're going to be focusing on FICO scores. Your credit score. Yes, your credit score. Yeah. What is FICO FICO actually? Yeah, FICO is just the re- reporting agency. It's the Fair Isaac. Uh, let's see. I think the I company it. is yeah, Fair, Fair Isaac, Isaac Corporation. Corporation. Yeah, yeah, that's what FICO stands for. If you didn't know, which I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I just heard it was that number that determines everything in your life. It really is. It's like your uh, financial heartbeat. Financial heartbeat. I like that. Mm-hmm. Determined by somebody else, though. Of course. And they get to perform surgery on it without you even agreeing to it like they're doing right now. Yeah. that. So it's, yeah, we're going to have to talk about these changes because they seem pretty, pretty big. But um, I'm going to pop up the uh, image that we have brought up here so everyone can see this. Okay. So what is this image we're looking at? So I thought it would be good, just a refresher, because we've done an episode before on the composition of your credit score, how it's calculated. So just a refresher of, there's five key areas of the credit score that make up the full score. Amount of money that you owe, so the amount of debt outstanding, your repayment history, the amount of new credit that you have, your the length of your credit history, so how long you've had credit cards and other loans, on your uh, report. And then the last piece is your credit mix. So making sure that you have a good blend of credit card, auto loan, student loan, you don't have a high concentration in one specific category. Those are the five components of the credit score. And those aren't changing with some of these changes that that they're talking about in this article, but they are expanding the amount of information that they're able to track about mm. you, which is no surprise, right? Yeah, because they have technology has allowed them to have more access. Yeah, and I think it's interesting. I feel like this is going to happen more and more as technology continues to evolve and data just becomes more available because they're going to start learning a lot more about your spending habits and the way you manage your money better than they used to because now they have all that data to look at so the the uh sub headlining for this uh, article but this is in the new york times if you go to uh, uh jakes two cents.com we'll put this we'll put this in the the blog or on the facebook page but it says fico is tweaking it's all important formula here's the here's the the kicker scores will rise for about 40 million people and drop for another 40 million people <laughs> what? Very intense. It's very intense. It's very intense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait a second. <laughs> so we I do preface to say, like, it's a little the article, of course, it's an article, so it needs to c- capture your attention. So it sounds a little worse than it actually is. Okay, thank but, goodness. Yeah. 
But so there is some things happening though with the credit score and how they're evaluating it that you should be aware of because in some aspects, it's gonna make it a little more difficult for some people to get financing or to get a loan for something. And then in other aspects, it's actually gonna make it easier for some borrowers to get loans. So we're gonna talk about both of those too. Well, I mean, it gives them information on here are the people that definitely will pay you back, right? And here are the people who probably won't. Yeah. (laughs) Or there's a good chance, there's a better chance that they won't. I mean, that's what more information really allows for, um, you know, these companies to, to handle, right? It's like, yeah. that's the point of it is, I mean, in a sense, a FICO score is a judgment on your financial abilities mm-hmm. in general. It's yeah. just saying that you can or cannot pay this back or, you'll, and of course it could be wrong. There's no guarantee and they understand that, but they go on aggregates and percentages and stats and things like that to make, to, make their best guesses right about the future yeah. right um so yeah so the biggest the first thing the first and biggest change which highlights really what we were talking about a minute ago about this this uh increase in the amount of technology and data that's available now one of the things they're going to be able to look at is if you are a borrower and you have credit card debt and you consolidate that debt into a personal loan and then you subsequently run up more credit card debt, that's gonna hit you twice as hard as it would have been previously. And the reason is, because if we looked at that circle, there are the the different categories, right, of your credit score. Well now, based on your behaviors, like that example I just talked about, they can interconnect those categories. So not only can they evaluate the fact that you paid off credit cards, but they can see that that paid off credit card went on to another personal loan and you increase the amount of credit card debt again. So they're able to look at both of those, see the situation and make the connection. And now by being able to report that to the credit agency, now that is like a ding on your score. Whereas before they would have just seen, oh, he has another new loan. Oh, his credit card debt's Um, paid off. So, oh, this credit card debt comes back. So basically certain strategies for um, maintaining your debt without looking bad on your credit score are kind of diminishing or going away. Exactly. Right. So it's like I had the strategy of, I, I don't, but like if I had the strategy of I'm taking all this credit card loan, okay, this is, I can't pay it back. So let me take out a personal loan to pay for that. And maybe that consolidated three credit cards or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then I'm mm-hmm. paying just the the personal loan. Um, and then that to the FICO score that looked good. Correct. Right. Because you because you paid down your credit cards. Yeah, you pay down your credit card and it gives you that diversity, which was part of the bubble, the credit, the, mix. The credit yep. mix, the 10%. Mm-hmm. So therefore, even you know, added from the FICO perspective, what that would allow if I'm following the logic here is that um, I would actually be able to get on another personal loan or something or on the personal loan itself, a better interest rate, right? Even though I'm not actually paying anything back or much back of my own money. Right. Does that make sense? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be correct. Yes. So, but now, and so there would, there would still be like, it does, it is a negative impact to some extent on your credit 
whenever you increase the amount of debt. So even though in this situation we're talking about you're essentially moving money from one pocket to the other, it's just that the actual movement that now they're able to monitor as well. And so that in and of itself carries with it risk to a potential lender because they're like, yeah. well, look at this person's behavior, how they handle their debt service rather than just paying it off. They're shifting things around. Yeah. And so like if we give them a loan or a bigger loan, they may not be able to get another personal loan to pay us back. Right. right? And now, so, cause they're not, it's not actually coming from any of their own productivity services or, or you know, money. Right. Right? It's coming right. from them just working the system essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can't do it anymore. <laughs> I mean, you can. It's not going to have so, the same effects. So you were saying that this doesn't sound, that this article made it sound worse than it was, but I'm still seeing it as pretty bad. <laughs> that seems like a pretty big change. That because well, I know people who've done that, like in film um, industry. You know, I hear these horror stories of these young filmmakers who have an idea for a film and they take out all credit cards that they can and they max them out to pay for this film. Right. And, right. um, and then they're in credit card debt for like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that or worse. And then they sometimes will take out if they can a personal loan to try to pay for some of it. Right. But now they well, can't so, so they can't, I mean, you can do that, but now it's going to be an even worse. Oh, it'll mark. affect their credit score. It'll even more. But if you think about it to put yourself in the shoes of a lender, that type of person is technically not a good credit risk. Oh, I get it. I mean, yeah. They have a huge default risk there yeah. that they would be taking on. And so this does, this data helps them to make better decisions about who they lend to and how much they're lending for. I, You know, it's really interesting. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm very pro that like i get that the yeah. companies need to, because one if they're losing money then they can't loan out more money right right because that's money they don't have to loan out to other people who need it or who could use it for better purposes right they're better yeah. with their money but um you know it's it's interesting because like over the years i've noticed this all these laws and regulations on the side of hounding people to pay their money back Right. So on the back end, after the loan, there are these laws that make it really hard for, I think, these companies, these debt collectors, for instance, to get their money back. Yes, there and, is. And now, so I think I, there's like, I think this is, makes, makes sense is these companies are doing everything they can to flip the script, right? Where yeah. on, ahead of time, they can make better decisions and, and know who you are. And that you're that type of person because they know that once they lose the money, it's lost. There's not, it's going to be a lot of, it's going to be very difficult for them to get that money back, right? Because right. of all the laws and regulations. If they get it back, usually they have to write it off as bad debt. Yeah. Usually you have to write it off, mm -hmm. um, which is, which is obviously a problem, but I mean, right. like it wouldn't be as bad for instance, if they could send someone to your house and say, we're going to start taking your stuff away if you don't pay us back, right? <laughs> like, then they probably wouldn't care about this stuff. Um, right, but they, know, can't they can't do They that. can't call you regularly. They can't call you at certain times. They, uh, It's easy to block them on your new cell phones, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to, like, ignore emails. And, you know, that it's just, it's impossible for them to get a hold of you. And so they just lose 
that money and all they could do is ding your debt. But if the person doesn't care about their debt much anymore, it doesn't really affect them. Right. And I, I like that. I like the way you tied that together because that's exactly that is the way what they're how they're treating all of this new data. They're trying to use it to be proactive yeah. and not lending out money to highly risky individuals. Makes total sense. Yeah. So then there's one Unless other you're a highly risky individual. Right. <laughs> it's bad for and you. You're, you're probably pretty pissed off. <laughs> you're the in the example. You're the uh, other forty million that it's gonna uh, ding your score. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the negative. So there's one there's one other component that they're also changing, and that is when you previously before these changes took effect, if you were going to apply for a loan. Oftentimes the lender would say, okay, pay down your credit card debt like a month before you apply so that whenever they take a snapshot of your credit report, those credit cards are paid off. And then that's a fit. Now you look more like a favorable uh, credit risk. Now what they're doing is they are looking two years back on repayment history and total amount of debt service. So if they see that you're someone who carries a high amount of credit card debt, and then right before you applied for the loan, you paid a big chunk of it down, that in their eyes is not any better than if you didn't pay it off before you applied for the loan. Because hmm. they want to see behaviors that are more long-term yeah. on managing the debt service. So that's going to be something that if you are thinking about applying for a loan, you're going to have to take some time, even more time ahead of time to make sure you're preparing your credit to be in the most optimal shape for when you do apply. So you're going to have to start paying those things down a lot farther in in advance than when you apply. Yeah, because they're, uh, they're trying to find the people with good character that basically that, that, that take the time to pay off um, and this is coming from a person who's made a lot of stupid mistakes financially, by the way, but, um, the, you know, that, that makes regular payments that, that restricts themselves from going on lavish vacations when they can't afford it, buying a big TV when they can't afford it, right? Like those are the types of decision, buying an extra, you know, $10,000 on their car when they don't really need it, doing a uh-huh. seven year auto loan. <laughs> like that, that thing was crazy to me. Um, like doing all these things, you know, so like there's a, an issue of course, of making good, smart decisions, living within your means. And one way to find that out that they're trying to do uh, on their, on the FICO end and, and trying to provide value for their clients who are the lenders, right? Mm -hmm. Their clients are the lenders is to figure out strategies, you know, on, on figuring out what kind of people are this and, and are these that you want to loan to. And one way to do that, like what you were just saying is. If I, you know, cause it may not even be a personal loan. Like all they know is that there's an influx of cash all of a sudden rather than regular payments, it could right. be an inheritance, which, but the problem with that is that could just be a one-time thing. And so True. the issue is if I'm going to lend you something, it's like, okay, yeah, you paid this off, but are, are you going to just rely on another inheritance? Like what if that doesn't come? Right. Right. You can't rely on that type of thing. We want to know that you have the character to build this over time. Exactly right. And then, so 
that may hurt people. But then also, like the article says, there's 40 million people that this will give a boost to. So if you're yeah. one of those people that you've made regular payments, you maintain your credit, your uh, amount of debt that you're using on credit cards very conservatively, and you're not consolidating credit card debt into personal loans and then racking up more credit card debt, this actually works in your favor because your your score could go up. They say, I think they reference in the article it could go up like 20 points just when they adjust the formula to account for some of these slight changes. Yeah. So, so you never know. That's pretty You'll good. You'll see which camp you fall into. You may think uh, because you have a decent credit score that you're in good shape and then some of this stuff starts to come out and it drops a little oh, bit. Oh, I see what you're saying. So yeah, I think the logic is that the 40 million people that get a tick up already have a good score and the right. 40 million people under, you know, who have a bad, a low score now are going to get an even lower score, but that's not necessarily what's going to happen because what's going on is they have this new calculation that will account for things like this large influx of cash one at a time. And so maybe you have a decent score, right? But now you're going to get a ding because right. you got this, even though you thought, oh, I have a decent score, therefore I'm going to get a better score now. Yay for me. Not necessarily, right? That's what Not you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it depends on. So is is it mostly the the influx of cash and the, you know, moving it around is, and that's what they're able to, um, that's what they're changing right now? Or is there anything else that's really changing? Though from the article I, I, I got through there, that's really the two, the biggest things. It's okay. the, it's the, the consistency of repayment history versus like abrupt reductions and what the source of those are. Cause now they're just being able to find the source of it a lot clearer than they oh, did. Abrupt initially. Uh, reductions. Sorry. Okay. That yeah. was, I remember that now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you had four credit cards. So this is the conclusion, I guess, right? The, that we know for sure is changing. If you had like four credit cards, they consolidated to one loan, right? So that, that then you've reduced um, the amount of credit card you have. And yeah, it looks like, right. and it looks like you paid it off those mm -hmm. four, even though your overall debt is the same. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is um, I guess on the, the, almost the flip side of that, is this an influx of cash that comes from somewhere that they don't know about um, that pays off some portion of your debt, but it's not consistent. Exactly. It's just a one-time thing. Okay. Right. So those are the two things that are changing is there's a reduction. Is they're now able to see the, re that reduction in um, your, your, you know, debt and, and let's say the sources of your debt verse. And on, uh, another thing they can do, is see that there's a one-time payment from some source and uh, versus consistent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes so it's sense. really, you know, like a whole more holistic view, yeah. which is what we need to have. So it's just, we're just here reporting information. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Important, man. But this is important for people to know. It's sure. very it important. affects your ability yeah. to get a car Maybe you're going to have to do a seven-year auto loan or something. I don't know. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. <laughs> seven-year auto loan. Um, you know, it might affect how long it takes you to get a house. Correct. A and house. It, and it, it, it might affect the prep time, too, because if you're, it's going to prevent you from being able to jump into some type of acquisition of debt very quickly, because now there are even more hurdles you've got to cross. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode. Take care of your credit. Be sure to follow us on social media by searching for at Jake's Two Cents and check out the blog at jakestwocents.com. Have a great day. Securities and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network. Member FINRA, SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results will vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for any person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances.